재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. Well, it's probably not an understatement, overstatement to say that uh, the past two weeks have not been kind for the prospects of Republican uh, nominee candidate for the U.S. presidential race, Donald Trump. The recent polling has showed that uh, this uh, so-called convention bounce, uh, which is a term that pundits like to use, uh, has uh, taken hold and it sees that the uh, Democratic nominee has solidified her lead. Hillary Clinton is leading by double digits in uh, various uh, swing states. Um, The uh, lead has expanded and With less than three months to go, a lot of people are now already writing a postmortem for uh, the Republican candidate. Uh, We've seen news that there's been a bit of a shakeup in terms of the leadership of the uh, uh, Donald Trump campaign. But is it too late? Or is this one of those situations where you cannot necessarily sit on your laurels and feel that the results are already in because it's an unprecedented, um, chaotic, some would say crazy uh, election campaign year. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. Very pleased to have joining us here in the studio our good friend from Asan Institute for Policy Studies, research fellow Dr. Kim Ji-yoon. Dr. Kim, thank you very much for joining us. Well, good to be here. Um, I don't know. Some of these questions seem a little <laughs> bit obvious, but you know, we need to get that political science mm-hmm. uh, perspective of this. Uh, Donald Trump ran basically the same way during the Republican par- primary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the solid support right. of thirty-five, maybe forty percent of the primary vote, which is a very hardcore base um, uh, type of voter. Going to the general election where not everyone has those kind of same views, it seems like this style isn't working. What would you say the main reasons he's not doing well right now? Really, RP? can you not say it? <laughs> well, I mean, as you mentioned, um, those rhetorics and the kind of charismatic, we say, um, the leadership style worked on uh, very well during the primary season. But the primary season, if you think about the percentage of the voters who actually participated and voted for Donald Trump, they are not all of the Republican voters and they are not all American voters so it's just a small fraction of the people who really really uh, liked him and loyal to that kind of rhetoric uh, this uh, the whole uh, campaign after the convention he just totally showed that he is such a novice in the political campaign and election campaign as a candidate um, the election for example like electoral strategy I mean you never say that you may lose but he mentioned that after the election maybe I'm going to be in the White House or maybe I'm going to be a long vacation. You never mentioned that. And that just shows how uh, amateuristic he is in the election uh, election campaign. And he made so many mistakes. We we don't even have time to really go over it, right? But there's a really one critical one. That was, you never mess up with the veterans. The gold star families. Exactly. And you never mess with the parents who lost their son in in the action, in the war. And he just did it. And that was a really critical one. Yeah, I, I mean, there are so many moments where you kind of shake your head and wonder, and there's even been some conspiracy theories floating around that perhaps he doesn't even mm-hmm. want to win this election. He was too in over his head. He's been shocked right. as everyone else as to this kind of upswelling of support uh-huh. by that small minority. Uh, nevertheless, he's in this campaign, and um, uh, as we know... Uh, the party structure nominally still is supporting him, uh, although there's been rumblings here. This is an inherent disadvantage that we've seen in the past few election cycles, Dr. Kim, mm-hmm. is that the Republican Party 
has an uphill battle in terms of the presidential race because of the fact that this is not a straight up or down popular vote. Uh This is an electoral college system, meaning that each state is allotted various amounts of votes, electors, Mm -hmm. um, depending on the population of that region because of the census, blah, 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 blah. But basically, he has a handicap. And even Mm -hmm. normal candidates, let's say John McCain or Mitt Romney, have had to battle through that where a path to victory is very Mm -hmm. narrow. It seems like right now... If you look at the path to victory for Donald Trump, with the so-called swing states, they're not even swingy anymore, right? Yeah. uh, In the beginning of this year, people, the Democrats, are kind of worried about the Virginia and the Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and the Virginia, they used to be kind of leaning to the Democrats. uh, But Virginia is, I think, is totally dominated by Clinton right now because, you know, by picking up the Tim Kaine as a, who is a And they stopped advertising there. Yeah, because it's not necessary anymore. And Pennsylvania, the Clinton is leading by the margin of like more than 10%. Uh, The critical states for Republican as well is Ohio and Florida. Ohio was actually going into Republicans' hands. The governor of Ohio is a Republican, and the Senate and the House and the state legislature is becoming more and more, um, you know, the red. Uh, but it is also going into the Clinton side and the Florida, which has the largest number of the, the electoral college, 29 among the battleground states. And it is also going into the Clinton's hands right now. It was really neck and neck in the beginning. So he is losing all those states, really important battleground states. And then there's that, then it's actually game over, basically. There is now, I suppose, I guess, indications if you look at the math and and you see the path to get to Mm -hmm. uh, 271, which is the majority of the uh, electors, he he can win uh, Ohio and Florida but still not have enough to, to actually win because Colorado is apparently right. off the map. North Carolina is almost right. off the map, which is an amazing thing. Arizona is right. on the table. Even South Carolina is on the table. So it sounds crazy, but you can't really say it's over yet because so many things can happen. There's uh, more than 80 days left in mm-hmm. this election, Dr. Kim. Uh, we've seen a bit of a shakeup now in the president campaign, and this is also very unprecedented, just uh, less than right. three months to go for the vote. Um the uh, current chairman, Paul Manafort, had been trying to moderate his rhetoric mm-hmm. and, and kind of soften his tone. Uh, that seems to not be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has hired um, some allies of his, uh, a, a top executive at Breitbart News and also a senior advisor who is known to have also more leanings towards that end of the mm-hmm. spectrum, as well as the uh, former chairman of Fox News, uh, Roger Ailes, taking an unofficial role. It feels like now they're doubling down on this more, we want to be more nativist and, and kind of continue that right. path. Uh, do you think this shakeup is going to actually work? Well, you know, actually, when I uh, he first hired Manafort, I thought, okay, well, he's getting serious. And then now we, we all know that he's not really listening to him because Manafort has really um, been there a long time, and he's been there since uh, President Ford. Um, well, but he's remaining as a chairman, but it doesn't really mean kind that kind of sidelined, right? Yeah, he's very sidelined. So I think uh, the, the Trump has realized that his those bragging. Um, the polling numbers are falling, but it is not really working in the right direction because Breitbart uh, has openly really supported Trump, and he uh, they even supported Trump when he said uh, he's not really endorsing Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House. So it's a very provocative and controversial, um, and also it's very anti-establishment. So it just shows that Trump is just ready to go his way, mm-hmm. and also he only would like to you know, hear what he would like to see here. 
Right. And then we're going to take a break. But uh, just the final question here, because, as you say, the electoral map is n- mm-hmm. not looking good. The swing states are maybe not even considered swing states as it stands right now. Um, the, if you look at some of the other kind of major polling sites, uh, odds are now kind of at like eight over 80 percent, close to 90 percent mm-hmm. in terms of certain calculations. As If you look at the certain polls, what could change this back to Trump's direction? I mean, people always say major events or October yeah. surprises. What could change? Well, I think what he really needs to change is a focus on some the real stuffs, and then it is presidential election. Now the race has begun, so you have to be presidential. You, this is uh, the, your job to give the hope to the people and more uh, prospective, and it you know, shows that what he can do in the future is it's not the blaming game anymore. So he has to be really presidential, and then what kind of leaders he can show, and that's the, what he has to focus on if he really wants to win the election. That I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Right, and it's, it's something that a lot of people have been wondering as well because uh, they all. Some people say if you write a script and say, "How do you try to sabotage your campaign?" A lot of people say, "Well, the yeah. exact way that uh, the Trump campaign has been going the past uh, right. month or so is really the textbook plan to try to I sabotage know. your chances." We're going to take a short break. We're going to be back. We'll also be joined by some overseas experts as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to Prime Time.